Hey, hey, happy Tuesday, sis. I hope you are having a fabulous day at the time you're tuning in, and I hope you're ready for another episode. So today I'm going to offer some biblical encouragement and just a little bit of perspective on the topic of accomplishing what you set out to do, specifically with respect to actually seeing improvements in your productivity and time management. Does this sound like you? You're trying your best, doing what you believe the Lord is leading you to do, working hard, and still finding yourself in the same situation. You plan, you write a to-do list, you have everything laid out, but you still fall behind on tasks. You're feeling overwhelmed. You get anxious about how much you have to get done, the amount of time left in the day to get everything done. If this is you, then today's episode is especially for you. Before I dive in, I wanna remind you that enrollment for the Christ-Centered Productivity Framework is still open, but it closes tomorrow, Wednesday, January 31st at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. If you wanna stop stressing about getting things done and unlock more time for what truly matters to you, if you're ready to work through a proven framework that will help you prioritize your faith your family, your goals, one that is tried and tested, puts Jesus first and will help you live with more intention, peace, and joy, I pray you'll say yes and choose to invest in yourself, your faith, and your future by joining me inside. I'll be your personal guide and coach, a coach in your pocket, because you get 12 calls with me, a private chat where you can chat with me all day, every day, plug and play time management templates, productivity swipe files, a personalized productivity style profile, and life coaching resources that will help you in the areas you struggle most. You get a lot of accountability, a goal tracker, spotlight coaching, plus a bonus session with me to work through the deep dive questionnaire that my clients have said is worth the investment all up on its own. If you're ready, or if you just want to learn a little more, head to herrenewedstrength.com forward slash group coaching. The time is ticking because we start Thursday, February 1st. Head to hurrynewstrength.com forward slash group coaching. All right, sister, let's get into today's episode. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz-Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. So I had a completely different topic planned for today. I actually recorded that episode two times, and by the end of it, I was interrupted like three times each episode, each time I sat to record it. Either my husband walked in or my child came over and and then I recorded it again and it wasn't good. There was background noise, it was all this stuff, right? And I 
sat back over the weekend and I'm like, all right, maybe I'm not supposed to talk about that. And as I thought through it, I asked the Lord, asked the Holy Spirit, please just show me what you want me to talk about. And this verse came up in my mind. Now, I don't normally think about this first, but this is actually a verse that I open up the group coaching program with. So if you're going to join me inside of Christ-centered productivity framework, I open up with this very verse that I'm going to talk about today. And I thought about why that might be. The truth is, I don't know why God would bring that verse to mind. I don't know why God does any of what he does, right? But in me trying to understand the Lord and wrap my mind around him, which is impossible, but in me trying, I can see in my own walk, in my own experience, some things that might be happening for you. So you might already know that either the Christ Center Productivity Framework is something that you want to invest in or not. And if it is something that you want to invest in, you might be afraid of making that financial commitment, making the time commitment. Why? Because you're not sure that it will work because to date, nothing else has. You're still in this rut. You're still in this situation where you struggle with time management. You feel like you can be more productive and you're still on this hamster wheel where things are always falling behind. And it is stressful. I've been there. If you were there for Productivity Beyond the Planner, I talked about how long it took me to get to a point where I finally, really, it felt like forever, but I finally got to this place where things started clicking, things started to actually work, and I got better at time management. And not only that, I ended up being promoted to a position that required that I train people in improving their own time management and skyrocketing their productivity in a corporate setting, which is very, very stressful and hard for a lot of people because you're juggling so many things and there's a lot of work to do. So in thinking about that, I consider in this very moment that you might be thinking that there is no hope, there is no way that anything will help. So why make that commitment? Why invest the money? Why invest the time? Why try? I know for me, there have been a number of times and I'm actually in a season like that right now, I won't get into it, but I'm in a season like that now where I'm like, what's the point of continuing to try to improve in this one area if nothing has worked yet? And this might actually be a word for me. It's definitely a word for me. <laughs> but the Lord is, he's patient with us. And we tend to lose that patience with ourselves. We want to see breakthrough. We want to see transformation. We want to see the fruit of our labor fast. And I get that. Obviously, I just shared that I'm going through that in my own way in a different area of my life. But this verse that I want to share with you, it puts things into perspective. And I listened to my pastor yesterday talk about something, and the way that he framed it was very important for me to hear. So I'm going to share it. He said, in so many words, that we need to see life through the lens of what God says through Scripture not the other way around. So if we are in this season where we're working hard, we're trying to improve in this area, trying to see a positive change, but not seeing it, then of course you're gonna be faced with, you know, obviously being discouraged, frustrated, feeling like maybe this isn't worth it, giving up, right? Just accepting that things are the way that they are. And not trying anymore because you just don't want to be 
discouraged or feel like a failure, feel like you're wasting your time, feel like you're wasting your energy. And if that's you, oh man, girl, I know. (laughs) Don't I know what that feels like? I could get emotional talking about it now, but listen, I am getting emotional. If you're listening to me right now, I just want to tell you that the Lord knows already. He knew that you would get to this point. He knew that you would be annoyed, that you would be tired of this, that you would be tired of trying. He knew that you'd be frustrated about seeing the same thing happen, even though you tried different things. And he knew that you would just be throwing your hands up, ready to ready to quit, right? Just, this is my life and this is what it is. I should just accept it. And I'm telling you, that's not, that's not the attitude to have because God is not a God who just gives up. And if we are made in his image, then we are made to reflect the same faithfulness. Even if it's hard, even if it's not producing the fruit that you want it to produce, right now. And as I'm saying this, I have an outline for every episode and I'm like, oh my gosh, if I would have talked through this earlier with myself, I probably would have added so many other points or scripture references, but I'm just going to, I'm thinking of this passage. I want to say it's John 15. And it's when Jesus talks about him being the vine and us being the branches. And You know, a friend of mine had sent this to me a couple, maybe like two months ago, maybe like a month ago. And I studied it. Oh my gosh. I don't know where I put my notes on it, but when I find it, I will do an episode on it because there are so many, if you just sit and observe scripture for a while, you start to see so many things stand out to you. And one thing that stood out to me is that there is this, this, theme of waiting, this theme of just continuing to persevere. And you see this in verse five, Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. By the way, this is not the verse that I was going to open up with. I was going to, I'm going to talk about that verse still, but the Holy Spirit is leading me down a different path, obviously. So in this particular verse, if you remain in me and I in you, what does that mean? Stay, stay in his presence. So there is not a day that goes by that we don't experience some, some level of, of discouragement or suffering or frustration or pain. It's just part of life in this, on this side of eternity. It doesn't stop until we go home. This isn't home, you know, but what, what Jesus is telling us is that we can't do anything in our own strength. So if you remain in him, that means that you are drawing strength from him. Think about a tree. I, there's a road leading up to my house and they're redoing sidewalks to accommodate for some self-driving thing. And because of that, they have to make a fully separate sidewalk for that thing. And it's interesting because they have to actually dig into the side of little hills to do that. And in them doing that, the construction workers are exposing the dirt that is part of this hill. And at the top of that hill are like dozens of trees. So what I've been seeing is 
so many hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tree roots. And thinking about this here, when you think about a tree, you see the branches at the top, those same branches are growing at the bottom. Those are the roots, right? If you've ever, I think there's an illustration floating around the internet and it's a tree and at the top, you see all the branches going upward toward the sky, right? The, the branches grow toward the sun and out to the side. Well, the same, the same structures are growing downward into the soil. So if we remain in Jesus, then he continues to feed us. He continues to, to grow us so that we can be more firmly planted, so that we can flourish more, right? But it doesn't happen overnight. He says, if you remain in me, to remain means that you have to stay. And for you to stay somewhere, it means time is going to pass. So all that said, don't give up. That's my first that's my first unplanned exhortation to you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna shift now into the passage that I did plan to talk about because I do wanna still share this with you. And that is Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse 11. And this is, like I said, the, the scripture that I open up my group coaching program with. So if you're joining me on the inside, then you're gonna hear this twice. But in this passage, it is Solomon speaking and he says, he has made, he being the Lord, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. This is so important for a lot of reasons. I'm gonna give you three things to consider today, okay? The first is that God is sovereign and if you subscribe to Reformed Theology, you have a really good grasp of God's sovereignty because that's a very huge part of Reformed Theology. So there is a ministry that I appreciate. I've learned a lot from this ministry and it is called Ligonier Ministries. If you are part of the Reformed community, then you probably have heard of R.C. Sproul, Ligonier Ministries, et cetera. So in 2020, Derek Thomas blog, he wrote an article or a blog titled God's Sovereignty and Our Responsibility. And he doesn't talk about time management. So let me just put that out there. He's not talking about what I'm talking about, right? But the principle that he is sharing has to do with God's sovereignty, right? And what that means for us. So let me provide you with just a really quick snippet of something that Derek said in this um, blog post. And I'm going to link the blog post in case you want to check it out yourself. But he said, quote, God is king and Lord of all. To put this another way, nothing happens without God's willing it to happen. Willing it to happen before it happens and willing it to happen in the way that it happens. And you probably have ideas of your own about this. Um, I'm gonna, again, link the blog post so that you can go and look at it yourself, but this isn't saying that God is taking away free will, that he is like orchestrating everything like a puppet show. It's not what he's saying. And in the blog post, he goes into that, into those who might 
be tempted to to think that that's what God's sovereignty is actually playing out to be. But what he is saying is that things happen in the way that God wants them to happen. And part of that is because he is the creator of everything and he knows what's going to happen before it happens. And so him being the creator of everything, moving in our hearts, you know, prompting us to do things through the, the power of the Holy Spirit, those things fall in line with his plan. Okay. Now, what does that mean for what I'm talking about? If you want to improve in productivity and time management, what does that mean? It means that you're going to improve when the Lord allows for these things to fall into place. But in the interim, you are doing hard work that he is working through. And that leads me to my next point. The next point I want to make is that we have to do the work. We have to take action. You're not going to improve in the area of time management and productivity if you do not do something about it in the first place. If you just wait wait around and see what happens and just hope that things fall into place and that you overnight improve or over time improve without changing a thing, without doing anything differently, you are so mistaken. That's not how anything works. Now, something that Derek Thomas said in this same blog post in the same article is that God fulfills his sovereign plan through human means and instrumentality. That means that God is working through us. So when we take action, the Lord can use that, right? In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, Paul said, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now, something that I wanted to share in addition to this is my final point is that God uses these seasons that we're in, right? So we're taking the action, we're doing the hard work, God is working through that, God is using these seasons, both trials and triumphs to sanctify us, to bring us closer to him and to grow our faith. In 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10 Peter said, and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. He doesn't let us suffer because he wants us to suffer. He lets us suffer because it is through that suffering that he works to sanctify us, to bring us and draw us into more intimate relationship with him, a deeper dependence on him. And it is that that he uses to grow our faith. Paul in, the, in his letter to the Romans said in chapter eight, this is a pretty popular verse, a pretty well-known verse, verse 28. So this is Romans 8, 28. Paul said, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And when we look at that verse, we can see that God, when he works for the good of those who love him, it's not for what we would deem good. It is for what he would deem good. It is for what aligns with his purposes, his plans 
right? If we are made in the image of God, and if in Christ we are being transformed into more and more into his image, more and more to look like Jesus, then the things that we experience, the trials that we go through, the suffering that we endure, the work that we put in and the time that we wait and the frustration that we experience, all of that is to make us more and more into the image of Jesus. And I find it really hard to be in those seasons sometimes because I wanna get out on the other side, but the Lord is working through that, right? Jesus said in, in John 15 to remain in him right? And that we would bear fruit, but apart from him, we can't do anything. So if we're trying to do things apart from Jesus, if we're trying to do things that are not aligned with God's will, I believe that he will course correct us. He will provide that correction. The Holy Spirit will have those convictions come up in our in our spirit and we will be moving toward where he wants us to go however painful that pruning process is so if that's you if you feel like your hard work is just falling by the wayside if you feel like you have just been so frustrated you're so tired of it i get it i'm with you and i can tell you that whether I knew there was a solution for my issue or not i still experienced the emotions that i experienced and to be honest we know, however big those emotions, they are designed to draw us back to the Lord, to bring us back to him, to his feet, surrendering those things to him and asking him to give us strength, to, to get us through that season, that experience, right? So I hope that this encourages you today. I want to just remind you that enrollment for the Christ Center Productivity Framework is open. Again, it closes tomorrow, January 31st at 11 p.m., 8 a.m. Pacific. And that means that you have one full day to left to join me in this intimate 12-week group coaching experience. You can say goodbye to being overwhelmed by your busy life and your to-do list. You can prioritize your faith and your family and your goals with a proven system that's gonna help you live a more intentional, organized, and productive life. And you get a whole lot when you say yes. You get education, you get access to our hub, to our templates, you get your own personalized productivity productivity style profile. You have all of my templates and swipe files. You get a lot of accountability. There's a goal and habit tracker. I'm checking on you. We have weekly checkpoints in our calls, our daily chat we have going, community. We're going to be hanging out in our chat all the time. And you have access to so much more than what you think because productivity is not just doing things. It's also about how you look at things, how you think about things, how you interact with others, how you communicate, and how you really choose to live your life across every area of your life. So if you're ready to say yes, head to hurrynewstrength.com forward slash group coaching. If you want to learn more, head to hurrynewstrength.com forward slash group coaching. And if you're still kind of on the fence, I don't know what time you're listening, but I have a live Q&A going at 3 p.m. So you can shoot me an email if you want the link, erica at hurrynewstrength.com. If you are listening to this after and you still have questions, you can still email me and I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have, help you think through this in a way that is right for you and figure out 
Should you invest? Should you not? All right, y'all. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'm so grateful for you. I pray that the Lord gives you peace today and that you feel just an encouragement in your spirit as you continue to do the work that he set for you to do in advance. I'll talk to you soon, y'all. God bless. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.